Uh, kia ora everyone, um, welcome to Mama's Lockdown and Me. Um, I am with um, the amazing Erica Austin Knopp, the most, I think, organised woman I've ever met in my life. Um, Christchurch ambassador, women who get shit done organiser, social entrepreneur, which I've only just learned about, um, experienced curator, and mum to 11-week-old Jay. Oh my God, big list. Um, hello, welcome. <laughs> It's, it's, been, it's been a while since we sort of hung out and caught up. It has been a while. Um, I follow lots of your exploits on social media and obviously you had a baby uh, like three months ago. Um, how are you? I'm doing well at this moment, but um, I mean, three months seems so long yet so short. Yeah. And in the back of my head, I always think, oh, okay, this is a temporary thing. It hasn't settled yet. And sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got this baby that I need to take care of. So I went through it's still that. adjusting. Yeah, I went through that for about a year where I was like, oh, it's like a, it's like a little test for a year and then I'm going to give her back. And, <laughs> and I go, you yeah, never yeah. give it back. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no, this is like forever. Oh, God. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So tell me who's in your bubble. And my bubbles, just Jay and Johnny. Nice yep. and simple, just the three yep. of us. Did you and have it's a been dog? Really nice. We did, uh, but he's now back up in Auckland with mum. Right. Okay. Because yep. we, I've talked a lot on these podcasts about people who have pets, and how they're the, the kind of the focal point of families during this time. Like they kind of bring everybody back to normality and a bit of calm. Um, so it's really interesting to find out who's got pets and who hasn't. I really wish he was here, actually. Um, the funny story was uh, when when Jay when I gave birth to Jay, it was right in the middle of um, when Wuhan had the big outbreak of yep. of the the virus, uh, and my mum's family, most of them are in Wuhan, and oh so we were hearing daily updates from them, and so we were actually quite prepared um, yep. because at some point we knew it will spread to New Zealand. Yeah, and so mentally we were quite prepared. And after Jay was born, Mum came down from Auckland for a month. So, um, being Chinese, we practiced the tradition of the one-month confinement tradition, yeah. uh, and which mean which meant that I was not able to even walk out, you know, the, into the backyard. I was in the house for a full month. Yeah, uh, having a strict sort of um, uh, meal schedule and everything. And somehow that was also preparing me physically and mentally for the lockdown as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was quite bizarre when, when Jacinda announced the lockdown, I was like, actually, you know, I have more freedom during lockdown <laughs> you were like, compared to, I got this. <laughs> yeah. And also I can go to the garden. I can, you know, go for walks at the local park with Jay and, and Johnny and yeah, that just felt really weird that I had more freedom now in lockdown than I was in confinement. That's a really interesting perspective, hey? Um, because yeah, you're kind of, you know, I'd, I'd heard about it and I've talked to my partner before about it. Um, and, and I was like, so why explain that? And he's like, literally don't go outside, like stay inside and, you know. Um, and then that's a really interesting perspective to then be, 
kind of everyone's like oh my god I can only go out into the garden or for a walk and you're like yeah yeah I've done that been there done that and done that even mm -hmm. you know at a higher level um so how what are you what are you finding difficult do you have you are you finding some things difficult with the whole juggling of because so you've got um you've got a virtual impact unconference coming up on Friday yes so yeah. how have you been navigating that whole thing I describe myself as a multi-potentialite and what that means is a person with multiple passions and and creative pursuits and I've always I've always sort of put Jay as one of the the biggest project of my life but yeah. that doesn't mean that I can't work on other projects and so working on something like the virtual impact unconference and helping out with SVA with interviewing volunteers and what they're doing uh, and supporting um, Young Enterprise Trust with some of their um, entrepreneurial programs for young people have actually brought a lot of joy yep. um, into, um, into my life as well as looking after Jay. And so when I'm actually with Jay and I have to pay full attention to him, um, I think mentally I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more positive and I can be more sort of present. Yeah. And when I'm doing my project, I'm able to, um, again, be fully um, committed to doing that. Yeah. So I'm just looking at my, my husband walking across, um, <laughs> uh, looking after the baby. So it's all, it's um, all good. Yeah. The, fir the first one I did of these, my Ren um, ran in, ah! And everyone will be able to see him because this is going to be an audio recording. But he's oh, very, okay. he's very cute people. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one I did of this, Ren ran in the ran into the room and started throwing things around. And I was like, do you know what? This is like this is what we're actually talking about. That juggle mm -hmm. of navigating a whole day of working both people. Oh look, she's knocking yeah. on the door right now. Um, <laughs> so what have you found difficult? What has been difficult, or what's been what have you become aware of that's kind of on your mind? while you've been doing while we've been in here i think it's it's accepting that you will have broken sleep for a long time yep that's that's sort of the 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 first thing that i struggle with uh but recently um jay's been allowing us to sleep more at night which has been amazing but during the first two months i just can't believe i can still operate after you know an hour sleep and you have to get up, do the whole routine, go back to sleep for like another 45 minutes and be woken up again. Yeah. And especially at nighttime when the sun goes down, um, I feel super anxious. And yeah, and I think it's taken me a while to recover from that. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember that period of time when I used to sit, because I used to do kind of the, the later shift and I used to sit, in the kitchen because I used to sleep in the kitchen with the baby and we'd switch over and I used to sit and wait for the dawn to come up and I would sit and as soon as I saw that light it was like mm. I felt this whole level of anxiety be removed and I was like yes. oh I've got through another day I can do this yep. again and then by the mm -hmm. end of the day when it got dark again it was like oh god how am I going to get through this night again and then you do you get you kind of move through it it's hard though so hard yeah I would I would shower and that's the time when I cry and just yeah. let out my emotions. Oh, and the then I walk crying. out the shower and I'm like, yep, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> oh my goodness. So having this project to do while you've been in isolation, like for all of us, um, how has that kind of reinvigorated your feeling about Christchurch? Cause I know you're very passionate about Christchurch. 
it's it's such a it's such an interesting question because every time I talk to people, I get reminded that over the last ten years, one decade, Christchurch has gone through three major crises. You know, the earthquakes and the shooting, and now this whole lockdown pandemic situation. Yeah. Yep. And I've always been a positive person, and always looking on the bright side of stuff and saying, "Hey, you know, this is the third phase or the first third realm that we've we as a city can go through and become more resilient." Yeah. And how amazing that we've had this experience and the amazing work that a lot of organisations that I work with are responding quite differently and quite rapidly in a in a um you know globally leading way yeah i'm just super proud you know being able to be in the middle of it and thinking yeah we can do this because i interviewed alex fulton who is also a christchurch um resident and she talked about that she talked about that whole you know we've been through that and then we went through this and then we went through that and now we're in this and actually the resiliency of that city is so much so that you know we have these conversations and we're kind of used to looking after each other. We're used to mm-hmm. checking in. We're used to saying, how are you today? We're used to saying, Oh, I've not spoken to so-and-so for a while. What's going on there? And how can I help that person or that business or that thing? Um, it's yeah. Amazing. Totally amazing. And what, what sort of um, is the common thread is the whole idea of social architecture, the social rebuild. Yeah. And through each of the crisis, you know, that really held us together, whether it's how we influence the built environment after the earthquakes or how we um, become more aware of inclusiveness and inclusive yep. practice in our everyday life. And now being able to um, hold on to that social architecture, but using virtual and online tools to enhance that relationship. And so, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. And my background's in architecture. And it's just amazing to be able to see those threads come through. Yeah, yeah. So how do you think this unconference will differ from being online to being, because it was originally going to be in a space, hey, you, everyone yes. was going to gather yep. in a space, um, mm-hmm. and now it's going to be online. How, what do you think will, what do you hope will happen through that different space? I, I think... What was different from this experience, because I was in charge of curation and also um, planning and designing the submission process, because in person, um, you know, in a non-conference, people would stand up, pitch their idea, put it on a post note and this whole chaotic um, management type thing where everyone gets to move their post-its around and group things together that are similar and try and find co-hosts. How can we actually facilitate that on an online um, capacity with, you know, more than 60, 70 people? And so um, I was scrambling to find the right tools and being able to, you know, work with a, um, an amazing team of people um, to juggle all the comms and the links and um, the sort of data management. But what is quite different is that we are able to capture all of the data digitally and being able to review it um, post-event and yeah. being able to um, store it and also, um, yeah, learn from it. Whereas in an in-person we didn't get to do that. We had all the post-it notes in, in a bag somewhere that we were hoping to, you know, um, review, but that it's just such a different way of capturing the essence and the conversations that had happened. Totally. How exciting. Like, what an exciting experience it's going to be. 
um, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and pop in. And I looked at it and went, oh my God, how am I going to do this? But I was like, no, 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 we can all work this out. We're all juggling. Yep. We're all juggling. Mm -hmm. um, so how are you getting time for yourself? What are you, are you, because lots of women I've talked to are saying, I actually put it into the calendar. We have a shared calendar, so I stick it in there. Or I, um, or it's like, off, you know, off the cuff, I'm going now. You know, they lose it and they have to leave. Um, how are you doing that for yourself during the week? I actually, I don't, I don't know yet what that means at the moment. I'm just enjoying that I've got time to work on projects and that is the time for myself. Like, you know, even this conversation is a time for myself, is a time for me to connect with you, to yeah. reflect the things that, you know, um, that I'm working on and experiences that I'm going through and I'm really grateful that um, my husband is very supportive of me doing all these, you know, random projects <laughs> on the side. Uh, and so um, I think it's about clear communication with, with the husband saying that, hey, you know, I've got this coming up. Will you be able to cover for me um, looking after the, the baby? Uh, and so in the afternoons, I'm able to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying to someone yesterday, this is, they were like, oh, how are you, how you like doing this stuff? How are you like setting time? And I'm like, this is the only time I don't talk to my family. So it's a nice break. <laughs> mm, yes. It's an excuse to talk to lots of people and check in and see how everyone's doing. Um, mm. So last question is kind of who, who are you worried about? Who do you sit and think, mm, how, how is this going to be for those people, those, that group? Who, who are you thinking about? I'm thinking about my mum. Um, yep. she's up in Auckland with, with her partner and they're, they're both, um, some mums, um, in her sixties and, and her partner's, um, over 70 and, and I just worry about them a lot because at the moment I can't travel to Auckland, yep. even though it's so close yet so far away. Um, yeah. And so, but also to the people who have, um, lost a friend or a family member to COVID. Yeah. And just thinking about them as well. Yeah. yeah. I think we're up to 13 people or. Yeah. And not being now, able yeah. to do all that stuff, you know, the actually holding people, they're going to see people, making sure people are all right. It's the touch that I miss, you know, that being able to touch mm. people really hard. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay. So uh, quick fire. Um, are you ready? Yes. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Favorite color? Blue. Uh, mountains or sea? Sea. Bike or walk? Walk. Ooh, um, who would you invite into your bubble if you could, famous or not? Ooh, I would invite you. You're a fun <laughs> one. <laughs> and you're famous. Um, and any um, podcasts or kind of watching stuff that you would recommend that you've been listening to or watching? Uh, definitely this one here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good, yes, good absolutely. answer. Um, but there's um, a local one from Christchurch called Seeds Podcast. Where, oh, yes. Um, I have Mo, um, Yes, uh, he interviews a lot of um, people in the impact sector and the social entrepreneurship um, yep. space. Yeah. Amazing. I will make a note of that one because I, uh, I think I spoke to him last year. Um, mm, Eric, so thank you so much for your leading. time, yeah. um, for giving up some of your afternoon and uh, speaking to us. 
and um, I'm really excited to see what comes out Friday. And it's yeah. it's sold out. I am. Yes, sold out. Three hundred yeah. people. So Amazing. we've got oh some people in the oh. wait list. So. Yeah. So amazing. Oh well, we will speak very soon. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Bye.